Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and anyone else on and off the gender spectrum, I, the, this is Haru from the Evan and Haru's uh, podcast, and I'd like to say, please excuse the echo on my voice for the duration of this podcast. I was not aware that this would happen, and... Yeah, I just wasn't aware it was happening, so... We will try and fix this for the next episode. Thank you, and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, Apache, and every other gender on the non-binary spec, welcome to Evan Haru's podcast. Yes, this is the inaugural episode of this podcast. Hopefully this will not be an utter train wreck. Hopefully everything here will go according to plan. But, uh, well, I don't know. Perhaps we should just kick this off by introducing ourselves and then what we do and, you know, the amount of, um, uh, you know, people we have kidnapped for the sake I mean, what? Excuse me? What? what? Don't tell them. Right, right. Shit. You gotta, gotta, gotta be careful of that. Uh, anyway, um, you, you go first. You introduce yourself and what you do. Ladies and gentlemen and all others, I am Haru Kishimoto. I am a 16-year-old anarchist from the little island of Ireland. And who are you? Uh, my name is Evan Poirier. Uh, I am 17 years old. Uh, I live in New England, in Northern America, in a small state called Maine that absolutely no human being on the entire planet gives a single molecular speck of a shit about. Uh, and other than that, I, you know, I'm just a guy. I'm not really in the least bit interesting. But all I know is is that I'm a nerd, and I'm 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 a I'm a person. I I inhale oxygen. I walk. I talk. And I do not suck cock because I, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I personally am not a homosexual. I'm not sexually attracted to other men. All right, then. <laughs> Perfect little introduction. Yes, yes, indeed. So, uh, what particular topics on this gorgeous day do you want to discuss and share and all of that jazz? All right, something that's been on my mind for the past few weeks. It's going to sound strange. Hmm. Sea shanties. And just, and, ju- and just like pirates in general. Hmm. I mean, I can understand that. Uh, pirates are a very appealing thing, I, I feel like, to the masses. I mean, how fucking Disney has made an entire franchise of films off of them. Um, Assassin's Creed, a video game franchise that wasn't even originally about pirates, has a fucking pirate spinoff. So, so there's that, too. My second um, favorite game of all time. Yes. Oh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag or just the franchise itself? Uh, Black Flag. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that's a good game. I, I think I only played it once or twice. But nonetheless, yeah, pirates are a very appealing thing to many people. Not the kind of pirates, though, that, um, that you know, like pirate, uh, you know, films and, and music and all of that. And also not Somalian pirates because those motherfuckers are just kind of terrifying in general. But um. Yeah, um, I can understand that. I can definitely understand, you know, falling into the appeal of pirates. I mean, 
you know, I mean, pirates are pretty cool. They were they were badasses. They were outlaws. They were kind of like cowboys. They just weren't southern, and you know, wasn't like the wild west. You know, they exactly. you know, pirates were they were just thieves, and they had you know an entire crew of people who did the same shit they did, and they were feared in many cases. So, so I can understand being into pirates and shit. I it, it's like an inhuman obsession. Mm. Like. Let me take one um, of Assassin's Creed, for example. It was my birthday just gone in September. I had, had a spare 20 euro, and I had no idea about anything in the franchise. I'd never played anything, seen anything, or cared. But then as I'm going by, I see like cheap games, I see, I see it has pirates. Straight away, I'm like, mm. and I bought it. Shut up and take my fucking money. Shut all of it. <laughs> take my house. Oh god. <laughs> and then, even before I started, say if I'm just going around to my house, you know how people would just like songs to themselves or just different things. Yes. Uh, me, I'd, I'd be there just humming or singing different sea shanties to myself. Well, hell yeah. Like, I could be doing the dishes and I'm like, there once was a sheep not built to see and the name of the sheep was the Lily. He drank his pee. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's the spinoff. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. And another reason I like parts is because... The way I see it, it was one of the first free form anarchy because they were going against the crown and they wanted to show that they could live how they wanted to. And they're not going to be pushed down by rule. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. Absolutely. There is something very anarchist and, and, and very punk rock about pirates. I can definitely understand that. There's a strong correlation between the two. Exactly. What is your topic? Uh, my topic? Well, um, something that's been on my mind, and this just makes me incredibly happy. Uh, so, you know, I, I have several friends. I, I'm not an incel dweebus who, you know, fucking is, a, is, a, is an obese fedora-wearing, you know, neckbeard son of a shit. Uh, I do have friends. I do have acquaintances. I do have people whom of which I hold very near and dear to my heart. And I have a very close friend of mine. Uh, his name is Simon. And I met Simon a couple years ago, and I remember back in November of last year, um, well, actually, even before that, it was I think it was around um, July-ish of last year, um, my good friend Simon had thrown the idea at me that he was planning on leaving the state of Maine, in which him and I resided in, and I had asked him why he planned on doing this, and he was like, well, to be honest with you, in Maine, there's nothing for me to do here. Uh, so I want to go somewhere where I have more freedom. And he's absolutely right about this. While I was very bummed out and depressed that he was leaving because he is one of my closest friends, he is absolutely right about you know uh, uh, saying that there's nothing to do in Maine because, as I said earlier, no one cares about this fucking state. The only thing that has come out of Maine that people know about is famous horror writer uh, Stephen King. He's born and raised in Maine. And that's all people know Maine for is the fact that that man, you know, he, this is his home state. So, um, so yeah. And, and I said to him, I was like, well, you know what, Simon, I'm going to be really bummed out that I'm not going to be able to hang out with you anymore. But 
I don't blame you one fucking bit for wanting to leave. And as a matter of fact, I, I said to him that it's one of the smartest decisions he's probably ever going to make in his life. So uh, Simon moved to Utah in November. And ever since he left, I've missed him. As a matter of fact, on the night, the final night that we hung out, I got I got a little emotional. And I may or may not have teared up a little bit because it was sad to see my boy, my N-word, leave. But this is where things take a very interesting turn. Literally just a couple nights ago, I'm chilling in my room just watching some YouTube. I've actually uh, discovered a YouTuber named Chris Raygun, who I think is hilarious, and I've been binge-watching his videos. If you are not aware of this YouTuber, I highly recommend you check his content out because he's funny as hell. Um, uh, I was watching YouTube, and I received a text message from my friend Simon, and he says to me, guess who's coming back to Maine? And I was like... No fucking way. Like, you had to be pulling, you know, pulling my leg on this one. Sure enough, according to him, he is going to be here by next fucking week. And to say that I am just goddamn overjoyed, to say that I am intoxicated with excitement and happiness would be an understatement. I am so fucking glad that my boy is coming back. And him and I are going to have a blast. I guarantee it. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, it makes me just, just really, just words cannot fucking describe how goddamn happy I am that my, one of my closest friends is coming back. Cause the thing about Simon is that he's just a great guy in general, very generous, very down to earth, very kind hearted. Um, a lot of my favorite musicians and bands have actually, you know, been because of Simon, you know, he'll be listening to a song or something and I'll be like, Ooh, you know, this is really good. Cause Simon is one of those people where he can't go anywhere without music. He can't go anywhere without music. Um, so, you know, there'll be days when I'll be in his car and, and he'll be listening to a song and be like, Oh, I like this. Who's this by? And then he'll be like, Oh, it's by insert random band or musician. And then I will go home and, and dive into said musician or band's discography and I'll fall in love with them. And that's happened many times with Simon's music taste. But Simon in general is just a great guy. He has an amazing sense of humor. He, he's just comedically brilliant. He's actually just brilliant in general. He's one of probably the most intelligent person I've ever had the pleasure of um, socializing with and associating myself with. And, and yeah, um, I know I'm rambling at this point, but nonetheless, in conclusion, all of this, I am very happy that he's coming back and I cannot fucking wait to finally hang out with the guy, spend some time with him. I think that deserves a little uh, clap. Uh, oh, God, yeah. The clapping of the thick cheeks. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, that's been going on. Other than that, I've really just been doing uh, <clears throat> nothing even remotely interesting. You know, shit happens. Uh, there is a particular female homo sapien, whom of which... I've been kind of, you know, fucking chatting with and such and, and, and all of that. Um, I, I, have, I have incredibly strong feelings for this girl. And uh, much to my surprise, those feelings are mutual. She actually has a thing for me as well. And her and I talk literally every single day. And she means the fucking world to me. And I am keeping my goddamn fingers crossed. That if and when her and I eventually do find ourselves in a relationship with each other, I just hope that everything is going to go according to plan and absolutely nothing is going to fall apart. Because this girl makes sunshine just come out of my asshole, really. Like, she, she just really makes me happy in a way that I cannot describe. I know that's a weird analogy. That's, uh, the, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. 
yeah, she really just just really makes me a happier person. You know, when shit isn't going well, because you know we're we're human fucking beings. There's something wrong with all of us. That's a philosophy that I live by. Um, you know, when things aren't going according to plan, when things are really you know getting you down and getting under your skin, I can always rely on this particular girl to help me out with with that and make me happier. And she does every single time, and it makes me beyond happy to have that kind of connection with somebody also should mention she has a gargantuan penis so that's a plus i'm kidding she that is a gigantic plus plus. that is a great a place (laughs) (laughs) all kidding aside she does not have well to my knowledge she does not have a penis that'd be quite the surprise you know that it's like that age-old meme you know when you pull down her pants and her her dick is bigger than yours and slaps you on the forehead that's 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 always a big problem it potentially could be, you know, it, it's a fear of mine. I don't want to, you know, get, I don't want to be getting ready to do the horizontal mambo with this person. And then all of a sudden her ding dong is, is the fucking size of a goddamn Pringles can. Are you familiar with Pringles, Haru? I know, I know you may not be because you're in Ireland. No, we have, we have, we definitely have Pringles. Okay. You better bitch. I do because my I'm well aware with Pringles because whenever my younger brother has like the spare money, he'd always come home from school with just always it's the same flavor of, of Pringles. He always uh, cheese and onion. Ew! It's really nice. It it sounds weird, but like over here. Cheese and onion. Well, for you, it's potato chips. Um, we call them crisps. Yeah, because you people are redonkulous over there. Use are the only ones that don't use the metric system, so shut up. Uh-huh, right, right, yes. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, he brings home these, the same flavor. Where the fuck was I going with this? I have no idea. All right. What did I say last before? before? (laughs) You said uh, your your brother always brings home cheese and onion Pringles. Yes. Yes. The flavor sounds weird, but over here in Ireland, if if you're a crisp brand has cheese and onion, you're gonna get definite sales. Really? Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes like Irish people, a a very weird thing we do. To, well, it seems weird to outsiders, but to us, we're just like, oh, bye, Jesus. You'd fucking love that if you would. We make a sandwich, but we put crisps on it. Oh, well, that's an American thing as well. Not like specific. Really? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there are ways that you can incorporate chips into sandwiches. I mean, I know that there are people that do it all the time. I remember I saw somebody. This is gonna sound like a weird concoction, but somebody, and I, and I'll never forget the first time I saw it. Somebody put barbecue chips in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, uno momento, por favor. Uh, female Homo sapien, whom of which gave me life. Okay, well, I'm on the phone with my dad right now, so. <laughs> I prefer to not be uh, 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 interrupted. Thank you. 
Um, nonetheless, uh, if you hear uh, obnoxiousness, that is my glorious fucking mother. Uh, uh, anyway, nonetheless, um, yeah, uh, yeah, here here in the U.S., incorporating uh, or combining chips and uh, sandwiches is a very common thing, like putting chips in a sandwich. I have, I've honestly never heard of that outside of Ireland. Well, that's because Ireland is a uh, awful country that sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it has its benefits. It I'm has on the phone. I'm gonna cry. I'm I'm gonna cry. Okay. Thank you. My apologies. God damn it all. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, no, nah, I'm I'm kidding around. Ireland is, to my knowledge, not a not a bad place by any means. Although I would not oh. know because I've never been there. Oh, with the current government. Oh, with the current government, it's looking shite. It's looking shite. I mean, I mean the. Uh, I feel like the the UK's government in general is complete trash. We're not the UK, but okay. Well, wait, hold on. Am I stupid? Wait, because the Nor- UK is. Northern Scotland. Ireland. Northern Ireland is a part of the UK. Oh, but the the part of Ireland you're in isn't. Okay, all right. God no. God no. Okay. I'd be that's, talking. That's I thought I'd be talking much of... Right. I see. I thought all of Ireland would be. Um. Would 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 be would be a part of the UK? I I don't know shit. We about fought. We. Anyway. We fought the we English fought. for eight hundred years. <laughs> And we got our independence in 1916. Wow. That's fascinating. Fucked up, but fascinating. Yeah. But, like, up in the north, there was, like, murders. People, like, like Protestants and Catholics absolutely killing each other. Jesus Christ, really? Purely because of religion. Now, you see, that's some messed up shit. And fun fact, Ireland actually has a terrorist group. <laughs> I'm, really? not jo- I'm not joking. They're called the Irish Republican Army. Well, if that is not the purest form of comedy, then I do not know what is. They're probably going to come for me now that I'm talking about this live on the internet. But... And they're probably going to come at me for... Referring to them as comedic. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, you'd I always hear, watch my back. You'd always hear news about like up the north about people's cars getting blown up. Wow. Because what they do, they literally stick bombs underneath your car and blow it up. Wow, that's that's like, I don't, all right. I don't know why the IRA is a fucking thing. When, <laughs> when we actually when we needed actually the, IRA, the IRA, then I'm compl- then I'm completely fine with their, like their cause, because like right. get the British out. But like now, why do you exist? Yeah, exactly. Is I mean, it just sounds irresponsible as hell. By the way, um, uh, if you're allowed noise. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because here in Maine, uh, we have been completely ass-fucked with snow. 
um because it, it is winter time here uh there is somebody uh plowing the snow and it's kind of loud because it it requires a large truck to do that and and yeah so i apologize for if there's a loud noise in the distance that isn't my mother's vocal cords just flapping away um Interesting. yeah Interesting. yeah yeah. Um, so, uh, um, uh, do, would you like to do the thing where we discuss music now, or want to put that off for a little bit? Uh, I'd say we'll do. Say we'll do. We'll do like, we'll do like uh, one more topic uh, each, and then we. Okay. All right. Perfect. Keep it. Perfection. Keep it nice. Keep it tasty. Yeah. Gotta. 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 Gotta keep people aroused. Gotta make exactly. the PPs hard and the. And the female PPs not hard, if that makes any sense. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, nonetheless, be hard. <laughs> um, oh, do you know uh, about the? Excuse me. Do you know about the you know about uh, the, the porno, porno called Gay Brothers? There's a porno called Gay Brothers. Yes. Yes. I'm not aware of this. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let me bre- let, let me break, me break Gay Brothers down for you. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I've never watched I've past never watched the watched intro. Past but I can only find the intro. Right. I can't find the full thing anywhere. So it start, it's one of those like really shitty quality film. And there's these two characters. Two brothers. There's Anthony. And the other one, I don't know his name. <laughs> From my knowledge, his name doesn't get mentioned in the, in the start of it. So the brother walks in to the bedroom and sees Anthony lying naked on the bed, just jacking off. As yeah, that's a common occurrence. Yeah. And the brother goes, Anthony. <laughs> and then Anthony goes, I gotta have that big dick ears. Then he puts his legs in the air and just spreads his butt cheeks apart and goes, and this is where I want you to put it. What the fuck? <laughs> and the brother goes, you want me to fuck you? Anthony replies with a full service, just like Susan. <laughs> <laughs> then I forget what the brother replies with. But then Anthony says, no one will find him. Get your clothes off. Then Anthony takes off his clothes and stands there. Not Anthony. The brother takes off his clothes and stands there. And then Anthony says, come over here and work on these tits. What? <laughs> And then, and the, then I presume that's when they start, when they start sword, fights, sword fights or whatever males do when they have intercourse. That like, sounds absolutely me and, bonkers. Me and one of my best friends, we always quote, we always quote Gay Brother. Whenever we'd see something stupid or just out of nowhere, one of us will just go, Anthony? <laughs> oh god that is absolutely fucking incredible 
Well, that that is certainly a fucking story and a half right there. Um, hmm. Speaking of pornography, uh, now that I think about it, um, I'll never forget one of the most just absolutely fucked up pornos that I've ever watched in my entire life. And I don't remember the name of it. And for quite a while, it was a massive meme. Um, I, 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 I may or may not be sure, but I think everyone knows about this uh, porno. And I don't remember the title of it either. But this particular porno features a, a scantily clad or a bikini-wearing girl, and, and she's sunbathing. Okay. And her father and stepbrother are in the background, and because the, and the, this is in the backyard, they're, they're playing pass with a baseball and baseball glove. Nothing wrong with that kind of generic American activity between father and son. Yes. And I believe it is baseball, and at one point in time, the baseball is thrown and hits this girl in the head. Knocking her unconscious. Um, in a panic, the, the, the father and stepson carry her into the living room and set her down on the couch. And the father leaves. Um, I don't remember what he says, but I'm assuming he's like, oh, I'm going to go get medical help and blah, blah, blah. Uh, while the, the father is away, the stepbrother is left with the, the stepsister. And she wakes up from unconsciousness. And she she now is acting like she has amnesia. And she's like, oh, who are you? I have no idea who you are, blah, blah, blah. Now, at this point, it is revealed that the stepbrother has a sexual attraction to his stepsister. Because instead of him telling the truth and saying that he is her stepbrother, he says that he is her boyfriend. The plot thickens, ladies and gentlemen. It's by Peter. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and basically, uh, they they start talking, and I do not remember exactly what entirely led to it, but all I know is is that like one of the next shots is just them fucking in in a uh, in a goddamn uh, bedroom. Now here's where things get even more comedic. Um, the stepfather returns and finds them in you know the bedroom, and. The stepfather says something to the effect of, oh, um, you know, is your stepbrother taking care of you? And she gets a look on her face. And keep in mind, this conversation is being had while the stepsister is getting fucked by her stepbrother. And and she just, like, gets mad and looks at him and goes, wait just a goddamn minute. You lied to me. You're not my boyfriend. You're my stepbrother. And if I'm not mistaken, to my knowledge, that is how it ends. At first, I didn't know you were talking about, but as soon as you said that the that the girl got knocked out by the baseball, but um, the baseball, I was like, oh Jesus! And uh, yeah. straight away knew. Yeah, if that is not Oscar worthy writing, then I don't fucking know what is. Exactly. Yes. No, nothing can be porno acting. Hmm. Nothing can be porno acting. Absolutely, yeah. There's so much footage of just awful, bad uh, porn acting, and it's it's great. It's so funny. I feel like, though, at the same time, like, because there are times when I'll be watching porn, and I'll question whether or not, like, I feel like the badness of it is perhaps intentional at times. I feel like it's kind of self-aware of how fucking bad it is and why there's no effort put into it whatsoever. 
and like the re and like the reasons you'd find like say for the two protagonists to start fucking bashing pelvises. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Oh yeah, it's it's incredibly stupid. But yeah, um, we all have stories. I feel like of, of just seeing poorly written, poorly constructed plot lines in pornographic uh, productions. That was an interesting sentence. Uh, nonetheless, um, uh, now it, are we are we going to enter the music corner? Right, let's dive, let's dive right in. Falls deep. Oh, oh my lord. Okay. Uh, who wants to start this off? You, me, uh, Hulk Hogan, brother. Brother. He's in my house. He's in my house. Oh god. You're lucky bastard. <laughs> like just uh, just imagine like you're asleep late at night and you just hear like from upstairs. Brother. Brother. <laughs> I would literally jump off of my couch and be like <gasps> Terry? Yeah. Terry Terry Balea? Is that you? Brother. 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 <laughs> I want to see. I want to oh. see Hulk Hogan get dementia and just like he can only speak saying the word brother. Oh God, that would be uh, yeah. That that'd be like a, it'd be like kind of an I am Groot kind of thing where Groot can only say I am Groot and and that's what he, yeah. Fuck. Uh, I am brother. I am brother. I am bro. Oh Jesus! Don't give anybody any ideas for a parody. I am brother. <laughs> It's still Vin Diesel's voice for I Am, but they just throw in Hulk Hogan screaming, brother. <laughs> I am brother. Jesus Christ, that is absolutely incredible. Um, anyway, uh, do you now want to go on to the subject of music? Yes, all right. This time we're going in balls deep. Yes. No condom. <laughs> we're going in raw. Yeah. Oh, oh, dear Lord. Uh, you started off. All right. Speaking of which, I have my Spotify open just for this moment. Oh Lord. Yeah. Have you heard Have you heard any songs by the by the Ned Flanders death metal band? I have. I'm aware of their existence, and honestly. One of the most brilliant things I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm not even a big fan of The Simpsons, but like the fact that that exists is oh, just great. so funny. They released a new song called Slaughterhouse. Oh no! And the cover art is just hilarious. Just seeing Ned Flanders holding a knife and a and a pink guitar with the word Slaughterhouse behind him is just so funny to me. Dear Lord, that that is just amazing. What else? Yeah, I'm aware of them, and I and I respect uh, how hilarious it is. Oh, it's. <laughs> I, when I first saw, it, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like it was like a skit from something. But like when I searched into it, I. Yeah, probably in my YouTube history, there's just Ned Flanders death metal. Yeah, I mean, that's completely understandable. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine a while ago showed it to me, and I was like, this can't be real. And then I found it, and it is real. And I was like, wow, people have 
way too much time on their hands. But at the same time, again, it, it's hilarious. I love it. It's so fucking good. Oh, actually, oh, actually. something for something the, Ir- the, Irish the Irish viewers, if there is any, if there is besides any. me probably <laughs> listening back to it to make sure it's okay. Um, recently, Irish rap group Versatile, they've won a music award over in England. And just from the fact that they're like they're from the same county as I am, I'm just like so proud of them. Like seeing like their whole build up into getting that. Yes, they're good. They're like they went from like two fourteen, fifteen year olds. Just like taught, just rapping about smoking weed on a park bench, to rapping with Coolio. Oh fuck yeah, cool! Oh yeah, you mentioned this rap. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Just like yeah, I'll have to check them out. The whole glow up is just—it's definitely not. It probably doesn't mean anything coming from me, but. uh just, I'm so proud of just how far they've gone. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking Coolio. I mean, I think that we can say with no debate that uh, Gangsta's Paradise is one of the greatest songs ever made in oh, the history of music. I mean, it's amazing. It's so catchy, it's so fun. I mean, that main chorus of been spending most of our lives living in. Yeah, fucking, yeah, you know, there's that, and then there's, of course, like, the opening verse, fucking, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Like, everyone knows it. Everyone knows the song by heart. It's such a classic. It's timeless. It has aged very, very well. You know, the whole nine yards for a for like the quintessential uh musical classic, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, as far as me for, for music, I've uh, really discovered I think what my favorite old school punk rock band is. I fucking love old school punk rock with every five of my being. I'm talking the sex pistols, I'm talking the Ramones, I am of course talking the misfits, but and Black Flag too. Oh yes. But I personally think, with no debate, that my favorite old school punk rock band is the Dead Kennedys. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, are you a fan of them or no? I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they might be my my favorite um my favorite punk rock band, surely for their songwriting, like the way they would write their songs. I mean, only a band like the Dead Kennedys can have a a satirical song about police brutality. And that is an actual song by them. It's called Police Truck, and I strongly recommend that our listeners go and check it out because it's it's literally a satirical, comedic song about police brutality. Uh, and it is one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my entire life. But yeah, I just think that uh, the Dead Kennedys are such a great band. I mean, their instrumentation is great. You know, their songs are really well constructed. There's a lot of fluency in what they do. And their, their lead singer, uh, his voice is so easily imitatable and yet, hilarious um so yeah you know they're 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 probably uh, i think with no debate and no question my favorite old school classic punk rock band from from the whole punk movement of the 1970s so yeah yeah punk is definitely like a big just like something to be remembered oh yeah I mean, I, I resonate with, with the punk genre, um, I think, the most out of any musical genre, just because of I 
love the the whole freedom of expression you know fuck you i don't give a shit what you think i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and no one is gonna stop me i just love that don't give a shit attitude about it it's so aggressive it's so hard-hitting yet at the same time it's it's emotionally impactful and and there's some strong emotions behind it you know that's what i love the most about it definitely Like punk rock and anarchism and the whole freedom of expression thing is one of the main reasons why I am shifting over from, quote, the scene into being more punk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I would love to be a punk rock drummer, but I don't know if I see that happening anytime soon because the only punk rock band that comes to my mind that's still producing music is Green Day. I'll be on the subject of yeah, Green Day. On. Wait, I'm sorry, what you're gonna say? No, yours is probably a more positive thing about Green Day, so go, uh, go on. <laughs> oh lord. Um all right, yeah, this is gonna be a section of the podcast where I metaphorically suck off Green Day. Uh Green Day is undeniably one of my all-time favorite bands with no question they have been making music for countless years now and they have not broken up once the only time that they've even gone on hiatus if i'm not mistaken is uh, back when billy joe armstrong unfortunately had a bit of a drug issue but he's been sober for years ever since that happened and and they've been making music ever since um they have produced some of the greatest music of all time and you cannot uh say to me with a straight face and with sincerity in your voice that jesus of suburbia is not one of the greatest songs ever made in the history of music you know jesus of suburbia in a lot of ways i feel like is the punk rock version of queen's bohemian rhapsody um, and I don't think that that is with any debate, you know, it, it really is. I think that it, it, it just really encapsulates um, or encapsulates. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but you get my point. Um, I personally love Green Day. I mean, from Dookie, Kerplunk, Insomniac, uh, Nimrod, Warning, American Idiot, Revolution Radio, 21st Century Breakdown and all of their other albums. You know, I just love them with every fiber of my being. I am going to say this about their most recent album. Is it their best work? Fuck no. But is it them selling out? Also, fuck no. I feel like with this new album, of course, uh, Father of All Motherfuckers, which dropped just recently, um, I feel like it is their attempt to experiment with another genre. Are they steering way more towards pop than punk? Yes, they are with this new album. It's definitely a new sound and something new from them. But you have to keep in mind that Personally, I'm glad that Green Day didn't stick with their initial sound for this new album because, you know, countless famous, well-known bands over history and musicians as well have gone through transitional periods. I mean, I'm talking Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, even Queen. You know, not every band keeps that same initial sound. They change every now and then. And I think there's nothing wrong with Green Day changing. You know, they're very much different from their, you know, the whole young uh, aggressive, politically charged punk rock band that they are. They still are politically charged, and they're still punk rock, but I think it's kind of a subgenre of punk rock, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. So personally, Green Day means everything to me. Uh, you know, I've been listening to their music ever since I, I was a child, and that's never going to change. I, I love them to death, and um, uh, personally, you know, I think that their first four albums, Dookie, Kerplunk, uh, Insomniac, 
and I think Nimrod was there for, or was that warning? I don't know. I'm stupid, but nonetheless, um, I love Green Day and they mean everything to me. And, and that's enough said. Um, so yeah, again, I want to just say one more time, uh, I did not necessarily love their most recent album, but I did enjoy it. Um, are there a couple songs on it that are trash? Yes. But I think that for the most part, the album was good. And I think it's just an experimental album from them. I mean, oh, you got to take into consideration warning when, when warning came out, that was also a experimental album because it was them experimenting with a different kind of sound. So you know, you got to take that into consideration. But anyway, I'm done uh, showering Green Day in praise uh, as an avid fan. Uh, what were you going to say about Green Day? Uh, this is a very hot take. Mm. I only like two other albums, like fully. Which ones? Uh, American Idiot and Dookie. I feel like those two are their best albums, but I'm not saying... All the other albums are trash. I just think I just think track by track, Dookie and American Idiot are the best, and the other ones do have good songs. I 100% agree with you on that. With every fiber by being Dookie and American Idiot are both musical fucking masterpieces. Uh, yeah, I, I can't argue that. Even though I'm a big Green Day fan personally, I think that. Dookie and um and American Idiot are their best albums, and I feel like I would say Nimrod and Insomniac are their most kind of no 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 excuse me excuse me I feel like um uh, Nimrod and Warning are their two perhaps most underappreciated albums especially Nimrod especially Nimrod that album is really fucking good I think it's it doesn't get the praise that it um I think deserves rightfully. But yeah, I would agree with you on that. Absolutely. Dookie and American Idiot both, I, I, and their discography, are, are, is their best work. I, I can't argue that whatsoever. All right, now, now I'm going to suck it. Now I'm going to suck a band off. <laughs> this is my favorite band of all time. So it's going to be it's going to be long and sloppy. Uh, they are a transcore band. That what, uh, what would that be? It's a mix of psychedelic trance and metalcore. Oh, interesting. Uh, they're called. They're named after a movie. Well, I just say that so people can understand the name better and not think it's out of nowhere. Uh, they're called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, I've heard of that film before. I've just never seen it. Yeah, I haven't either. I, I heard of the band first, then the movie, and then one of my friends said there was a book. Mm. So yes. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I first found them watching anime because I'm the big weeb. Uh, yes, big, uh, big weeb. I was. I heard like the end, uh, like the ending credit song, and I was like, "This is really fucking good." Mm. What is this called? And I see "Just Awake" by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So I download that, and then slowly, as I'm watching more and more shows, I hear that same band popping up again and again and again. Mm. So I'm like, 
this music is fucking amazing. So let's start listening more. I've listened to all their albums now. I think they're on seven albums now. Oh, wow. Uh, one just dropped in 2019, near the end of it. And I didn't know what date it was coming out. So when it actually hit, I was checking my Spotify, the releases, and I see, oh, they must have dropped a new single. I look it up, and I'm like, no, it's the whole album. And I came seven times. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully so. Rightfully so, obviously. And then as I was listening to it, I just got so much happier just hearing all like the techno, the howling, and like almost demonic sounding screams. And the screamer, the screamo vocalist exploring his actual voice instead of him yelling. Because there's. Hold on. Five members at the moment. Oh, wow. Uh, there's a clean singer who screams sometimes. Uh, there is a screamo singer who play who also plays keyboard, the bassist, the drummer, and the guitarist. The ke- the chemistry of yeah the chemistry of the clean singer and the screamo singer in one song together is like yin and yang. So like you could have like a really melodic section played on the keyboard. And then all of a sudden, just a really deep and powerful scream. Jeez, yeah, I love that kind of contrast in music with a Slipknot. I feel like they they do that as well. Whereas Corey Taylor, um, he has the ability to sing like an angel and then scream like a demon. I apologize if you hear. Uh, just recently, there was uh, several loud thuds. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but uh, I feel that was, like that know, was me. That was my brother upstairs. Oh well, tell him to climb the fuck down. I live uh, in a, no, but, I live in an I live in an apartment, so any small noise made sounds like Shrek. Yes, yes. Um, well, I I live in an apartment building as well, and and over where I am, um, uh, on I think I think the apartment building that I live in is being worked on, as in like construction or something. I don't know what's going on, but it was loud and it was obnoxious and. I'm going to cry, actually. That's how scared I am. Do you need a tissue? Just kidding. No, I need a, I need a fucking blowjob. That's what I fucking need. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, unless. No, I'm unless. kidding. Uh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but, no, um, uh, on the subject of the band you just mentioned, like, I mean, I'll definitely have to check them out. Send me some links to their to their music, and I'll, I'll check them out and see if I like them. It's always nice to be passionate about um our particular band you know other than green day there are several bands that have gotten me through some tough times and everything like van halen i i fell in love with van halen i was on a fucking van halen obsession slash binge for a while just a few months ago uh because you know they helped me through a lot and and i look up to them a lot um even though they've also gone through several transitional periods uh you know other than that there's bands like kind of queen and also ween uh, Ween is an alternative rock band, uh, whom of which has also helped me through a fucking ton. Um, I highly recommend you check out Ween. 
Um, they've got great albums such as Quebec and uh, Chocolate and Cheese and La Chucaracha, um, just to name a few of, of like their really solid albums. Um, and yeah, uh, but yeah, it's always nice to, to be passionate about a particular musician or band and such because you know, that's the beauty of music. It is, a, it, is a, it is an art form and music is a canvas to convey whatever the fuck you want. If you want to make a song about uh, about shoving hamsters up your ass, you can do that. Fun fact, famous rapper Eminem actually made a song about that. If you want to make a song um, about about love and, and perhaps not, you know wanting to experience the truth of love, then you can make a song about that. Of course, I'm referencing I Want to Know What Love Is by famous American band Foreigner. The list goes on for songs if you that make you a, can... If you want to make, make a song about... Being a demon that rapes and kills everyone, you can do that. Oh God, that is an actual song. By who? Um, Die Artist Murder. It is called Infinite Death. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. That sounds like quite the musical masterpiece. If I oh, tell you is, what, it is insane. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, don't burn the place down trying to think, sir. My my brain don't work too good. <laughs> I can my, understand. My brain only works in my astrophysics class. That's understandable. That's completely understandable. Otherwise, any other day of the week, my brain is like just. Your brain does the stanky leg. Oh, my brain does more than the stanky leg. Oh, God. Does it even do the nay-nay? My... No, I won't say it, because um, too soon. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, Kobe I'll... Bryant? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. Do the juice world. oh you sick sick malevolent son of a bitch wait did i use malevolent in the correct content i don't fucking know probably let me let me let me go to the wondrous world of goo gull uh malevolent what's the definition of malevolent Hate having or showing a wish to do evil to others. Okay, I did. I did. Okay, I'm an yeah, idiot. Sure. See, I know big words and know the meaning. He's got big <laughs> brain. I have big brain and I have big pee pee. Just kidding. I don't actually. <laughs> Me too. In case you were wondering, the size of my genitals is just fine. Thank you. <laughs> the proportion of my ding dong. Is large. <laughs> the, girth, the girth of my penis is none of your goddamn business, sir. Could kill someone. <laughs> I could I knock could out Gru from Despicable Me. Okay, all right, all right. Let's not get fucking too full of ourselves now. <laughs> 14 feet tall, one swing, and I'll break his shins. Wow, my god. I mean, look at his shins. They're tight. He's got very skinny legs. He's also a bitch. 
Ya. Well, um, this has been an incredible conversation. We are at 51 minutes. Longer than I expected for the first for the first runaround. Yeah, longer than I expected. That's what that's what that's what all the girls say about me. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but nonetheless, do you want to be the one who does the send off, or do you want me to do it? Uh, how about this? After every end of the music section, we give a song recommendation. Until the next Ooh. episode. Yes, and for our listeners, you see, um, you know, because this is the inaugural episode of the podcast, where we don't even know what the fuck we're doing. You know, th- this could either be a train wreck or this could be a goddamn skyrocketing success. We will never know until, well, hopefully sooner than later. Um, but yeah, let's do song recommendation. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go right ahead. Okay, the song that I have to recommend is by um uh is actually by green day probably much to, much to the surprise of of none of you um and i stumbled upon this song uh quite recently actually um and it, it is by green day and it is actually and i think this is quite a rarity for them it is an instrumental track um it, okay. it, it is not that well known i think an extra an instrumental of course being known as a uh, you know a song that has no lyrics and it is off of uh, Green Day's album um, uh, Shenanigans, and the name of the song is Espionage. Um, uh, perhaps this song may not be as underrated as I'm aware. According to Google, it won a Grammy Award for Best Rock Instrumental Performance. I don't even fucking know. Nonetheless, it's called Espionage, and the song sounds like a combination of like a James Bondy type theme. And the Team Fortress Two theme music. It it, it is a very uh, interesting song. It's it's not necessarily punk rock, but it is. An, in, Shenanigans in general was a, an album released by Green Day that was just an entirety of like B sides, like songs they had made that they didn't plan on releasing but decided to. Um. So yeah, as a matter of fact, fuck it. I recommend you go and check out the entirety of the Green Day Shenanigans album because it's really good. It's got some underrated gems on it like Espionage, Scumbag, Prosthetic Head. And a couple more to mention. Um, so yeah, uh, fuck it. I'm recommending an album and not just a song. Listen to Shenanigans by Green Day, the entirety of the, of the album. If you don't listen to the entirety of it, I will find you, and I will uh, do the horizontal mambo with your carpet in your house. Not the carpet. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, I just had I mean, it clean. Hey, carpets are kind of sexy. Tbh. <laughs> mm, fucking shag carpet. I don't know why they call it a shag carpet because I'm gonna fucking goddamn get down and dirty and shag, shag the fucking carpet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but all kidding aside, yeah, I recommend the entirety of the Shenanigans album by Green Day. Very underrated gem in their discography. Now it is your turn, Haru. No, oh, I'm gonna hit him. With, I'm gonna hit him with a double whammy here. Oh shit. Oh god, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> I'm gonna go song and then an album. Song, then an album. You fucking right. mad man. You're just copying me. I'm suing you for copyright infringement. No, it's cause I'm insane. You fucking asshole. I'm already hearing voices. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, for this. 
for the song, I'm, uh, I recommend "Feed the Fire" by Cold Rain. And for the album, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I recommend the "Silver Scream" by Ice Nine Kills. Oh, Ice Nine Kills. I've heard a couple songs by them. Uh, they don't seem like my cup of tea, but I will check them out. They are beautiful. Mm. All right. Well, uh, 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 fucking, I don't know. Uh, this has been the Evan and Haru uh, uh, podcast. Uh, podcast. And uh, this was, of course, the inaugural first ever episode and we will absolutely be seeing you fine gorgeous beautiful sexy magnificent people very soon bye